This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We're all sick of Zoom, but would you consider working in a virtual office alongside avatars of your colleagues? But what if that's with Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg? I'm Roger Chang. This is your Daily Charge. Here to take us through this virtual endeavor is CNET editor Scott Stein. Welcome, Scott. Hey, thanks, Roger. So can you briefly describe what Facebook's Horizon Workroom is supposed to be? Because I'm still having some trouble wrapping my mind around this. Yeah. So well, first of all, this is Facebook trying to figure out what a lot of companies are trying for, which is how do we work from home? How do we do this better, even when we're possibly also going to be going back to an office sometimes? Facebook has been testing the software out internally for about six months. And what it basically is, is your virtual conference room using a VR headset. So like we've all used Zoom. We've all done work on our computers. What VR does is it sits you around a conference table with a bunch of cartoon avatars, which you can see in my story. And what it's supposed to do is create more of a sense that you're actually there. What Facebook does is they add also the ability to use your computer in that VR space. So to literally pair with your keyboard and show your computer screen for you so that you're not in VR going, what am I doing? You can bring up documents and talk about them in the meeting. Fascinating. That sounds absolutely wild. And this this virtual office environment, I mean, you I saw the pictures. You were sitting alongside several other reporters and Mark Zuckerberg. Like, what was it like to actually interact with people, interact with your computer, and do all of this virtually? Yeah, so for me, because here I am, I use VR a lot. I've seen elements of all this stuff before in different ways. You know, there are companies like Spatial, Microsoft has this with, with avatars. I tried it in the spring with Alex Kitman. Um, there are work apps that throw you in there as avatars, even sharing documents. There are ones that connect to video chat, which this also does. And the, there are also apps that allow you to pair a keyboard and use a VR headset as a virtual monitor. But I haven't seen those combined. So what it felt like was, you know, again, it asks you to set up your desk first, which is something that Facebook's been working on with Oculus. It, it will actually recognize when you, when you draw the boundary of your desk space with your controller, and it will look at the surface of that and map the VR desk to that. So what that feels like is you, you, it's like a psychological thing. Your hands touch your desk and your virtual hands touch the desk in VR. Meanwhile, the Oculus Quest has hand tracking. So a lot of hand tracking uh, is meant to be used for this. So I can see my hands moving around, wiggling my fingers. And then finally, it goes through a setup with your computer with this desktop app where it, it recognizes some keyboards, uh, MacBook Air, uh, the certain Logitech keyboard, and we'll map it, um, and then your hands will float in front of it. So aside from seeing all the cartoon people in the room, which is like being in a video game, uh, when I look down to type, I see my ghost fingers because it's, it, it, it kicks in the pass-through cameras, which means that we talk about AR, it can see my, my fingers in black and white, my real fingers, so I can look where the keys are and get the, the touch properly. So it feels like I'm bleeding into VR a bit. That is 
Yeah, mind-blowing to me because, I, I mean, I've tried VR quite a bit and it's, to be honest, a lot of it's been clunky. How how effective is that experience, particularly like the act of typing, which requires, you know, some nuance, a lot of real-time reaction there. Like, was there any lag or did, did it actually work pretty well? It's messy. It's a beta for sure. So, and I've also practiced doing this before. So there are a couple of things. When typing in VR, uh, Facebook has a thing where they connect with certain keyboards, which you need to do because otherwise you could pair a Bluetooth keyboard, but you have no idea where your fingers are. Unless you're yeah. an amazing touch typer, uh, like I need peripheral vision to kind of notice where the keys are. Um, when that happens, it's still not perfect. I find sometimes my finger kind of aligns on the wrong key and it, it's like very bizarre and you kind of have to get a feel for it. So there's a lot of sea legs. The other thing is, Pairing with your computer with, with this desktop app wasn't always seamless. Um, there's Mac support. There's Windows 10 support. I had an M1 MacBook Air. That's not being supported for a month, apparently. But I then I had to use like an Alienware PC and this particular Logitech keyboard. And then I brought up the app. And apparently like, so this is getting in the weeds. There, you know, the... Um, graphic settings had to be set to integrated instead of NVIDIA. So this is like stuff where you're like, it's going to screw up for people. <laughs> right. But hopefully right. Facebook's going to set this up. And I mentioned some of this in the article. But then when it worked, it worked and I could see my screen hovering in front of me until about halfway through when it quit, the, just the screen part. And then I was like, well, I guess I can't take notes now. <laughs> so again, that's the, that's the reliability part if you're having like... But then again, when I've had other meetings, like in, I've had meetings in this app called Spatial, I've had briefings with Qualcomm in VR, but there's no note taking. So you kind of have to like set to record on a phone. Right. You know, I ask permission to record and set to record and, and, and um, record the audio. This I could actually take notes on a laptop, which was much different. Yeah. And you know, obviously, I guess for me, like one of the interesting things was beyond the reporters, Mark Zuckerberg was there basically holding court in this virtual round table. What did he say? What I mean, what... What did you get from him from this interview? Yeah, so he beamed in to our particular meeting um, to, to talk about the future of work and the metaverse and answer a few questions. And Facebook's um, VP of Facebook Reality Labs, Andrew Bosworth, who leads a lot of the, VR, the hardware initiatives, led the briefing. And there were a couple of other Facebook members that leading the, the work teams as well. So he talked about actually a lot of stuff that he talked about with me when I interviewed him in May. And we talked about that interview where he was discussing what the metaverse is and which everybody's talking about and that he wants to, he's been trying to test ways for people to work in this place and that he's been testing this in the office for six months, which he, he told me they were starting to do. But also he, he mentioned some elements of like memory, which he also talked about before with me. That, um, that Zooms can be fatiguing and that this could maybe create more of a memory of being in the space or a more relaxed atmosphere. And finally, I brought up, will this work with phones and with other things? And he discussed, you know, really, this is VR, but it's kind of mixed reality because it's like recognizing your keyboard and your desk. It's a type of mixed reality. And he said that like the pairing of digital and physical things is something that to keep an eye on that they're going to keep working in that realm. I think as they bridge from VR to AR glasses ambitions, I think this is all about what Facebook's going to be trying to do is how do you take things in the real world and bring them into the digital world and vice versa and make it with like work tools and practical things. 
since they've acquired Oculus, I think they're much more focused on that now because they need to have a purpose for people to use VR. Otherwise, like it's just a game console. Yep. And, you, and you've talked about the, the metaverse a couple of times in the past. And just take, take us through what that is and what's Facebook vision for what this metaverse is supposed to be. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> the metaverse gets bandied about so much. It's kind of like cyberspace where, you, you know, that, that term got reinvented so many times before it just became something you kind of forgot about. It's sort of like that because it's plucked from a science fiction book, Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash. It originally was the idea of this space that people would meet in, in VR. I mean, that sounds kind of like cyberspace, but it, the idea is like a community with real people um, playing avatars. We're so used to this, like Second Life and other stuff, right. uh, you know, Minecraft, Roblox, um, Fortnite. It doesn't have to be VR. And so that's the idea is it's kind of a lot. The reason why it's being brought up now I, I think is a Facebook realizes not everyone's in VR and they may not always be in VR. They're going to be bridging to AR glasses and maybe ambient computing, I think. And that whole ecosystem of stuff where you meet, it, Facebook's trying to like reinvent social media again because they're kind of stuck with this like text and photo site that's Facebook. And how do you do anything more? So this is Facebook striving really at the core, I think, to reinvent the idea of what is Facebook.com. You know, and will that work? It depends on if they can get all the pieces together. They're also trying to build like an OS, truly. And that's going to try to compete with like Apple and Google and Microsoft. It's, it's like a big ecosystem play. And so like the, the reason why we're hearing Metaverse, what that means is like bringing lots of people together, I think, to exchange stuff virtually, which we're already doing in like all of our apps, but just to be doing it like with in a 3D type way in a way that can feel like there's a real place there. Right. And just lastly, where does this all go, right? Looking at the experiences that they're here now, the fact that they're not quite polished, they're not quite ready for, for prime time. What, what are the next steps? I mean, do we see people actually as a replacement for going to the office, sitting in on one of these virtual roundtables? You know, I think it's like everyone's trying to find a way to make this work. You can see like in our offices, everywhere else, people don't know really what to do with with like hybrid and the new virtual yeah. office. There's a lot of fatigue all over the place. Everybody, everybody's throwing stuff against a wall. I mean, I think for Facebook, this is an experiment. It's a beta. There's no guarantee it's going to stay this way long term. Um I think that you got to get that stuff on people's faces. This app, it works with regular video chat too. So you could like, it's meant to reach out across and bring people in through that because otherwise, like if you don't have, so it's kind of like multiple ways to connect the way you could say, join an audio call, join a video call. I think there are going to be in the future, more options like that, that people will, will make available. You know, like if you want to have, for people who are creating objects or looking at a floor plan or doing training on something. There's a whole bunch of reasons why this stuff makes sense to hook in to the stuff you already have versus yeah. being piecemeal. So I think it's an optional layer. And then like where it goes down the road, I think just making the hardware that works with it be less weird. Like the, the Oculus Quest 2, it's affordable, but it's weird. You know, like people don't want to put that thing on their face and not see the world. Facebook has acknowledged they're trying to get past that. But it is a really tough obstacle. Nobody has made the real AR glasses that we keep seeing in in, in every single film. Um, 
And so I think it's like, they, everyone says it's like a 10 year mission. In the meantime, it's these little weird things, these little experimental things and we'll see what works. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to check it out. I don't know if I want to hang out in a virtual space talking to folks for really frankly more than 30 minutes, but definitely interesting. Uh, it was fascinating. You should check out the story and the video. Uh, Scott, thank you for your time. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>